Welcome to the Maynooth University Library Kensarawiwa Poetry Podcast. The poems on this podcast were honoured in our school poetry competition. They are available in the open access book, I Am a Man of Peace, writings inspired by the Maynooth University Kensarawiwa Collection. Edited by myself, Helen Fallon, Deputy Librarian at Maynooth University, and published by Daraja Press. My name is Christine Udokama Obasi, and I'm a, I'm a student of Trinity College Dublin. I'm studying biological and biomedical sciences. My mom has history with Ken as well, because she, like, when she was younger, the reports, the journalism, like, she was really on top of stuff. She, she followed the story step by step. She knew a lot about it everything going on at the time so she always like like talks about him at home and stuff and how Nigeria was in those days so I am kind of familiar with um Cancer Arriba. He's an activist and someone who believes and stands for someone who believes in good and stands for what they believe in no matter what so and actually he's kind of my inspiration as well because I'm I'm a human rights activist as well, and I'm so strong. My friends know me. I'm so strong against injustice and violence. Like, I advocate for the people. So with Ken, Ken is such a such an inspiring person because he believed in what he believed in the people, and he stood for the people till the very end. And he didn't get swayed by any government or any like bribery and corruption. Like he stood for what he believed in, and that is such an inspiration. Because I I believe that we need more people like that in the world to make the world better. Because a lot of people just get swayed by other things. But if the collective, the majority of people stand for good, then the world, everyone's going to be more enlightened. And everyone's going to be like, oh, if he can do it or if she can do it, why can't I do it? And then, you know, it just goes on from there. So... really really into this um insights i've been like retweeting reposting signing petitions you know it's just it's very it's just it's actually embarrassing at this stage that the government is still doing this and it's quite funny as well because um this october october 1st we celebrated our 60 years independence from british rule and for this to happen in the same month where our own government is killing our own people it's not like we're fighting against different people. It's a civil war between ourselves. So it's kind of like, it's embarrassing on our forefathers and our heroes, our compatriots that came before us. It's like, we fought, they fought for a better country for us to live in freely. But then now nothing, like where is the progress? When I went to the protest last Wednesday, there was an Irish guy holding a sign saying Ireland stands with Nigeria. And it just shows that the youth of just of the the youth in the diaspora of our generation are enlightened as well so it's not only us fighting for the benefit and for the betterment of our country it's other countries and other people as well so we're all coming together globally so it's a glow it's actually a global movement at this stage because then every single person like all the youth most youth have social media and stuff so we know what's going on and since Nigerians are so 
Nigerians are everywhere. Like everywhere you go, you'll find a Nigerian. So Nigerians are spread across the globe so much and they influence their own friends in the diaspora as well. I moved to Ireland in 2014, six years ago, and I've been living in Ireland ever since. And I haven't actually gone back to Nigeria, unfortunately. Um, I really miss Nigeria, even though er the whole chaos and stuff going on in Nigeria right now, I really want to go back just because I miss you know, my family, the culture, the air, the people, how everything was. So yeah, that's my background. I'm, I claim to be Nigerian because I just, I just love Nigeria. Like most Nigerians love Nigeria, it's just the government. Nigeria is an amazing country. The government is our only problem. If we have a good government, Nigeria is just the best country. Like the reason I'm in Ireland right now is because my mom moved from Nigeria to have a better life. I'm going to go to anticipating. So anticipating when that day comes, the D-Day, <clears throat> when we start to contemplate on our reasons for existing, our privilege, then and only then would we be so similar, all races and species alike. We will bow our heads and accept our fate, like slaves. We will regret our injustice and unfairness. Then we will be judged by something greater than our unfiltered tongues and piercing eyes. And the final one is called Nowhere. So it's spelled like K-N-O-W, like no, like I know your name, and where, like where are you? So nowhere. Um this is my refuge here. This is where I can think, relax, laugh happily, and be. No one judges me here. I'm satisfied here. Abstract nouns are actual people here. Feelings and emotions likewise. This is the land of the candid, or so I believe, or so I want to believe. At least I'm happy here, and that's all that matters. My name is Connor, Connor Walsh. I'm in sixth year at the moment in uh, Manusa Community College. Initially, uh, it was when I was in TY and uh, one of the teachers, uh, in, an English teacher in school, was talking about it and he sort of recommended to TYs that we should uh, send in something and compete and see how, how it went. So um, I decided that, you know, well, in TY obviously you have loads of time um, and I, I love English and I, you know, I love poetry and reading. Um, so I decided to see what I could come up with. It's a way to hold people in power accountable for what they're doing and to help people, help the general public to sort of see through uh, possibly the uh, the errors being made by um, the, the political class. Um, and also it's it's an accessible way for people to uh, to to see that. It can show the really negative impact that these situations can have on people um, and inspire people to work towards change. 
Um, and also, I mean, there are so many political issues, you know, between the housing crisis and homelessness, I mean, which is horrific um, to, to see people living on the streets, you know, children um, suffering through that. So that would be a very important issue, in, in my opinion. Well, I suppose, like, in school, obviously, in English, we do lots. We have to cover uh, a number of poets, and I love that part of the course. And, you know, uh, they they did inspire me in terms of I loved reading their poetry and analysing it, and then I decided, you know, that maybe I could I could do that. Um, and, you know, a lot, a lot of authors as well, um, you know, like Sally Rooney, her Normal People show was humongous when it was made into a show and the book was phenomenal. Um, so, you know, and that caused a big discussion around um, sex, sexuality and its portrayal in, uh, in film and TV and, you know, uh, in general life, how we view it. So it's definitely uh, the, the media and the arts are definitely a way to highlight uh, social issues. It's something that I, when in my free time, might sit down and sort of uh, write about anything that I feel is important or worth discussing. It's, it's brilliant uh, for mental health because, you know, you have the time, you, you sit down, you sort of forget about everything else and become consumed in your work and what you're producing and that is some something that's really amazing uh you know to forget about the outside world and any other struggles or that you might have uh, or anything that might have been bothering you and just totally focus in on what you are doing in that moment this is the poem that won in 2018 1859, standing there at the side of the drill, watching the oil, black as coal, being poured into the container, seeing Mr. Drake's face as he watched on, the pride clearly evident, it was simply magnificent. Thinking of what heroes we were, how the world will change because of us, the legacy we will leave behind. We rushed to tell them what we had found, how different their reaction was to what I had envisaged. We were not glorified heroes, we were monsters. They told us, if used, this oil would be the death of the human race. Sitting here now, knowing that we almost damaged the earth in an unthinkable fashion, I am comforted in the knowledge that we will always remember the dark day when oil tried to kill us. We must take the lessons learned from that day and allow them to influence everything we do. The mistakes of that day must never be made again, because if they are, the consequences will be grave. At the time, uh, climate change was very much in uh, at the centre of attention in the media, and uh, one big contributor contributor to that is the burning of oil and uh, in homes and in factories. Um, so I decided that I wanted to look into how it was initially discovered um, and that uh, I kind of decided that it might be interesting to sort of look at what would have happened if oil had been decided, if, if they had decided that oil would have the negative impact that it is having at the time. Um, so that, that is what inspired me.
Uh, this is the winning poem from 2020. Bystander. As he reached into his pocket, he felt the cold metal key. It sends a shiver up his spine, but that will dissipate in an instant. He turns around to take one last look at the site before it becomes a profit-driven retail outlet. He sees the family, a father, mother, and four children, attempting to hold back the emotions. As they pack frantically, he ponders how they must feel, the emotions that are consuming them. They certainly won't simply dissipate. A tear comes to his eye. But he reminds himself, this is not his fault. He is only doing his job. He's an innocent bystander. What more could he have done? I took the inspiration from um, the fact that oftentimes profit is more important to the government and big businesses than the impact that they have on the people of the country. Um, and, you know, the, the people who don't have as much power and aren't able to stand up for themselves as much. Um, so I, I decided to, to look at that in the poem and uh, I suppose take a look at the, the standpoint of the person who is actually taking away the, the people's liberty and their, their land um, and po possibly, you know, people think that they are a bystander, but um, that they can do more and they should do more. My name is Eva Pachurian. I'm a sixth year student in Manu's Post Primary School at the moment. I'm hoping to do music because I play violin, so I'm hoping to be able to go on into that in the future. My English teacher at the time in TY, I was in TY, so it was, he told us about it. Um, he encouraged us all to do something in TY and at least write one poem at least throughout the year to um, uh, enter into the competition. So. It's always interesting to uh, hear about these kind of people and all the things they they go through to be able to like how much they go through to achieve what they believe in. It's called the sun shines down, and it's it's about how well it's environmental issues really on how uh, everything we're about how much of what we're doing now in the modern world is destroying all the. Um, all the beautiful places so forests are getting cut down and um, the oceans getting polluted and all that so that's kind of what it's about of how you know centuries ago they had these beautiful forests lots and lots and then now it's all getting destroyed the sun shines down the sun shines down on views changed for worse yesterday it shone on a paradise of trees today it shone on a barren wasteland Last week on waves of water, this week on waves of plastic. Last year on faces lit with hope, this year on faces fearing for their future. Last century on wildlife left untouched, this century on wildlife fast disappearing. The sun shines down on this earth we call home and will continue to shine while we undo our wrongs until it shines down once again on views changed for the better.
Thanks for listening to the Maynooth University Library Ken Sarawiwa Poetry Podcast. The poems on this podcast were honoured in our school poetry competition. They are available in the open access book, I Am a Man of Peace, writings inspired by the Maynooth University Ken Sarawiwa Collection. Edited by myself, Helen Fallon, Deputy Librarian at Maynooth University and published by Derager Press. 